Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Self-Love Tarot, a podcast about enriching our lives through practical spirituality, self-love, and the tarot. I'm your host, Gretchen Evangelista. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at self-love tarot. (laughs) Okay, I just, I say the intro all the time, so I thought I'd make this a little bit more, you know, put a little spice to it. So let me know what you guys think. Maybe next time I'll sing it. (laughs) How are you guys? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, as always, for joining me on this episode um, where we are going to be talking about Nine of Cups, cultivating safety as a feeling. But first, I want to share some exciting news for you guys. And also, before I get into the exciting news, (laughs) I just want to say Thank you so much for reaching out. And um, a lot of you guys were asking me how I was doing as a nurse in this pandemic. And so thank you for your kind words and your concerns. And like, you know, likewise to everyone who works in healthcare and on the front lines as an essential worker. Thank you guys too, because like, you know, I know some people, it's funny because there are some people who don't have jobs. And of course, there is frustration and stress within that. And then there are also people who do have jobs but are overworking themselves and putting themselves and their family at risk. And so that's also very frustrating and scary sometimes too. So, you know, like we're all feeling the sense of heightened fear. I don't have to restate that. Like that's just a given. So I think this, it's definitely a process that we're all going through. And right now, towards the end of May, it looks like some of, I mean, depending on where you live, I know where I live, we're rolling out with the phase one of things. So it seems like we're moving forward. Um, and at work, things are starting to pick up again. Um, and I work in the OR. So originally, when this whole pandemic happened, they canceled all of the elective surgeries. And they uh, decided to put all of the nurses who worked in the OR onto the floor, just as a precaution it's not like our area had been hit terribly and that we were being flooded with all these patients and we didn't have space we weren't at that state at all we were just simply preparing and they were doing training for the other OR nurses who had never done anything on the floor Um, and so they were like oh we're gonna train you to go back on the floor (laughs) and I'm like okay I left the floor for a reason guys I do not want to go back and so since um, since I wasn't really needed, we were just preparing and I knew how to be a floor nurse. I did it for a year and a half. I was like, I'm going to bow out for this uh, and I'm just going to take a little bit of a break from work, focus on my business, focus on the podcast, do what I can to help in that way. Um, and it's been and it was really an intuitive impulse. Um, I definitely was getting judged And I had a fear of getting judged that people were like, oh, you're a nurse and you're not even going to work during the pandemic or, you know, like you should be grateful that you should you have a job. You should have just went to work. 
And yeah, I guess that's valid. But my inner authority at that time, my intuition was pulling me towards focusing on this work, focusing on the internal healing work that I love to facilitate in other people through coaching, through writing, through doing this podcast. And so far, it has flowered and blossomed before my eyes. So thank you so much to everyone who has been listening to the show thus far. I appreciate you. And I, I wanted to share that quick story as an example of, you know, what intuitive guidance can sometimes feel like. It might feel like you're going against the grain and that you'll, you know, get a lot of judgment for doing what your heart feels is right for you to do. But if you trust it enough, if you're just like, you know what, this doesn't make any sense. You know, people are going to think this about me. But your intuition is telling you do this (laughs) and like you always have that choice of whether or not you want to follow your intuitive impulses or not but I I decided to and so far it's been amazing and I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to step in in this way for you guys so thank you And so now let's get into the exciting news. I stumbled upon of old um, affirmations, like this wooden box of old affirmations and prayers I wrote for myself about two years ago in 2018. And this is so funny because 2018 Gretchen was in a completely, completely different place. And so there are like so many little slips of paper and little cards and statements and stuff like that in there. And I thought it would be a great idea to create a video of me going through these old statements from two years ago and reflecting on them now. Because if you guys follow Law of Attraction and a lot of, you know, this spiritual, um, I want to say mumbo jumbo, (laughs) but that's not what I mean. It's just like spiritual mumbo jumbo. I feel like people say that a lot. But um, no, it's a... For some reason, I cannot find my words today. But just like your thoughts create your your reality um, and you can create your reality through your mind, all those principles, um, the manifestation, co-creation process, all that fun stuff that I love. It'll be really interesting to see if the thoughts that I was practicing two years ago had any effect on my current day, present moment right now. And in my head, I'm like, Of course it did, but it's so interesting to go back and have the physical evidence of like what were the exact thoughts that I was rehearsing over and over and over again and how have they really directed my life in this way. So it's I think it's going to be a great experiment to unravel and take a look at. And I once I film that video, I'm going to post that up on Patreon So if you guys are already a supporter on Patreon, you guys will be getting that as soon as it comes out. And if you haven't visited the Patreon page before, go check it out. Um, It's patreon.com slash selflovetarot to join and you will get access to that video and a lot of my behind the scenes content as well. And I put a lot of my writing on there um, and I naturally am a writer more so than a speaker so I finally feel like I have a platform to 
kind of do what comes more natural to me and write from the heart and not have to talk. Although I do want to upload more vlogs, videos, whatever you want to call it, in the future as well. So if you guys are interested in supporting the show and getting access to all that fun stuff, go check that out. And so for the show today, we will be talking about the Nine of Cups. So if you have your Rider Waite Smith deck or whatever deck you have in front of you, if you want to pull the Nine of Cups out and follow along with me, I think that'd be pretty fun. Or if you want to rely on my um, subpar description of this card, you can do that too. But basically, um, this card is a man slash person slash I don't know. Uh, like it's so hard to tell which gender is which in the Rider Waite Smith deck sometimes, but it doesn't really matter, right? But it's a person who is sitting on a bench and surrounding the person is like this curtained wall of nine golden cups. To me, when I look at this card, it's this essence of emotional steadiness, satisfaction, and security in this card. And the main message that I am feeling when I look at this card is all emotions are available to you right now. How does that statement feel to you? Are you disagreeing with the statement? And if you are, ask yourself why. Why would it feel false? And before you write this off completely, I invite you to take a little stroll with me down the park here and open your mind for just a second. What is the benefit of believing that this statement is true, that all emotions are available to me right now. To me, that makes me feel extremely empowered. It makes me feel like I can create an elevated experience out of nowhere. It makes me feel free because I do not have to wait until I get the job or I get the six-figure salary or... You know, I get the trophy to feel good about myself because I have access to that emotion, that emotional experience right now. So I encourage you to ask yourself, what if you believe this was true for you? How would your life open up? Wouldn't it be amazing that even in the middle of a pandemic that you could still find a feeling of safety within yourself that even in the middle of a quarantine, you can still feel free. Even when you've lost your job, you can still find a way to feel abundant. Even when you don't know what the world will be like in six months, you can feel a sense of certainty still. And I want to say this with the emphasis of not stuffing down or rushing through whatever emotions you may be experiencing right now. If you're feeling fearful, that's okay. If you're feeling stressed, that's okay. If you're feeling disempowered, like I I have been, I mean, I'm kind of over it now, but when I first came back to work, I felt really disempowered. Basically with, you know, the supplies and us trying to hoard them. I I felt really disempowered and I'm not even going to go into that story. But me feeling disempowered at work, that was okay. 
I never want to try to tell anyone that it's not okay to feel what you're feeling. Because I believe as humans, we're supposed to be feeling negative and positive emotions. We're not meant to be sitting here shitting out rainbows and daisies and butterflies all of the time. Right? Who wants to be with that person? (laughs) In the middle of a pandemic, if you are feeling scared and overwhelmed, that's completely okay. Of course, you would be feeling scared and overwhelmed. And so, you know, in trying to embody this, I don't want you to try to force positivity on your situation if you're not ready to do that. And people who identify themselves as perfectionists and people who are driven by accomplishments like I am, we tend to do this to ourselves. You know, it could be schoolwork or it could be spiritual work. We tend to let our egos try to be like, yes, I can master this art of feeling positive emotions and then I could take it and then rule the world. (laughs) Wow, I'm being really crazy today. I apologize. But you know, the last one, Sacred Disapproval, the last podcast, uh, to me, felt really intense. So I'm trying to lighten things up here. But by all means, let yourself feel what you feel. You're allowed to feel negative emotion at any point in your life. However, when you feel that you are ready to maybe take this to the next step, and when it feels right for you to do so, then this will always be here for you. You don't have to adopt anything I say here. I'm simply offering it as an alternative, an option, something to think about as a possibility. Because I think we could all use some new possibilities right now. I think that is honestly what the world needs, is to believe in the possibilities again. And so the possibility I present to you today is All emotions are available to you right now. What would it feel like if you believe that to be true? Believing it means you have the whole world right in the palm of your hands. That you could be the artist of your life and craft a life that is as magical as you are. Because everything we want, everything we strive to create in our lives is always motivated by wanting to feel some sort of emotional experience. And like I said before on one of the other episodes, the only reason why we ever want anything is because of the emotion we think we will have in having it. We don't want million dollars, right? We don't want heaps of green paper or stare at numbers all day on a screen. We want the feeling of freedom. We want the feeling of being able to live life on our terms. We want to feel like we can give freely and generously. And so to believe that all emotions are available to me right now means we have the power to determine the quality of our lives regardless of the circumstances around us. And with this, I invite you to consider seeing safety as an emotion and an emotion that can be tapped into. And on a side note, I'm using the terms feeling and emotion interchangeably for this episode. Um, And I don't even really think discussing the difference makes a difference. But anyways, so right now, this is where we are. All emotions are available to you right now. 
safety is an emotion. And so safety is a feeling that is available to me right now. And I can channel the feeling of safety right now. We tend to believe that safety is a fact, right? Like the world is a safe place or the world is not a safe place. We can believe that the world is becoming more dangerous with all these serial killers or the world is becoming more safe. Tony Robbins always uses this example that, you know, people die in accidents, in car accidents all the time. And that sometimes there's nothing separating you from that car driving at you at like 60 plus miles per hour, except for this small little yellow line or a small little divider on the road. And yet with all that, we still get into our cars and drive and feel safe. Heck, we get into the car and drive for fun sometimes, like we go on road trips, we blast music in our car, we find many ways to feel good and enjoy the ride, regardless of the statistics. And to believe this for yourself is the magic. It's the belief in this, that you have the ability to access all emotions from where you are standing right now. That belief is what delivers your confidence and empowerment. And by the way, in this context, I am absolutely not talking about throwing caution to the wind. I'm not saying to ignore your own impulses to protect yourself and advocate for yourself when there may be a real threat. I am simply talking about those everyday experiences where we might be feeling disempowered, like, why is this happening to us? Or feeling like we are in constant danger all the time, even if there's no immediate threat surrounding us. Those, you know, feelings of just generalized anxiousness or uncertainty and panic about what's going on right now. Because we can still take the same protective actions, but the energy behind the action will be different. So, for example, wearing a mask out in public. You can wear the mask out and still be totally afraid and terrified of what's out there and feeling like it won't completely protect you. Or... You can wear a mask out with the energy of calmness and certainty. And in the same way, right, like when you would wear a seatbelt, you can wear a seatbelt in the car and feel terrified of being in an accident. Or you could wear a seatbelt with confidence and reassurance and feelings of safety. So here's what I'm sure many of you guys are asking right now. How do I access these feelings? You can access these feelings in a number of different ways. But here's the main method I want to highlight for you today because it's something that you can do right now. You don't need to go out and do anything or, you know, make sure your environment is in a particular way. You can do it right now. You can access these feelings by using self-talk, by using statements that help you tap into those emotions right now. So a good question I ask myself all the time is, what thoughts generate that feeling of safety? What statements can I say to myself that will help me feel safe? And to me, the statements that come up to mind is, this is a safe place. I am safe. I 
am being protected. The universe is watching over me. My guardian angels are watching over me. The spirit within me is strong. I am okay and I will get through this. And the important part is not taking whatever someone else says, like, for example, the statements that I made, and using that for yourself if it doesn't feel authentic to you. And so the important part that I want to emphasize is genuinely asking yourself that question of what thoughts come to mind that could help you feel a sense of safety. If the statements and the things that I had said resonate with you, then use it. But this is really about diving into you and what statements, what type of language fuels you and gives you that emotional experience. And that's how this can be and feel authentic, right? Because when you try to say an affirmation that doesn't feel real or doesn't feel authentic to you, then sometimes you're just like, this is utter bullshit. Like (laughs) the other day I stumbled upon uh an affirmation by louise hay and i love louise hay and this affirmation was i am beautiful and everyone loves me and the cynical part of me was like (laughs) yeah right this is hilarious um and so like you know there are certain affirmations where you're just like good god no and some affirmations where you're like hell yes find your hell yes statements And usually you can find those hell yes statements when you ask yourself and, you know, you look to your own inner guidance versus going out and finding that for yourself from an external source. So ask yourself, what statements help me feel safe? What thoughts generate that feeling of safety within me? And feel free to use your tarot deck on this. You can, uh, you know, ask those questions to your tarot deck and see what thoughts come up when you are reading that for yourself. And so to be able to access these emotions through your self-talk, it's like you become the person in the nine of cups. Like those cups look like they are protecting the person. He or she, this person feels safe. He knows the universe has his back. You can tell, right? Like, it looks like he knows that he's safe. He knows his safety, his security, his stability can be found in the emotional realm. And another one, another word to use if you're kind of struggling with finding authentic self-talk is to use the word willing. Like, I am willing to see that I am safe. Because sometimes just the simple act of being willing is enough. It's enough to open up the door for you and start to unfold this in a gentle way. And here's another thing I've come to realize in this pandemic is that fear is fear. That the fear I feel when I'm about to speak in front of a crowd is the same type of fear I feel when I'm about to walk into a hospital to go to work in the middle of a pandemic. My boyfriend, you guys know my boyfriend. And by the way, I I tell him that I bring him up on the podcast, but I don't think he realizes to what extent. But (laughs) he has his own set of fears. He has his own 
generalized fear about the future, making future decisions, setting goals, you know, envisioning what he wants to create. Which is the complete opposite of me because I'm like, what the hell? Like, I get so much enjoyment out of thinking about my future. Um, so we have a lot of discussions about this. And uh, one time we were talking about it and he brought up the random fact that he wants to go paramotoring. Which, if you don't know what this is, it's basically like hooking yourself up to an oversized fan in a parachute and flying in the sky. And when he showed me a video of this, I was like, holy crap, I never, ever, ever want to do that in a thousand years. That terrifies me. But he loves to do stuff like that. He loves to go skydiving. He loves to go to foreign countries where he doesn't know the language by himself. And he just likes to explore. And I'm like, nope, terrified of doing all of those things. No, thank you. But then I realized the fear I feel about skydiving and paramotoring is the same fear he feels when he thinks about his future and where he'll be. It's not any different. And yeah, one of those options statistically puts you more at risk for death, but it doesn't even matter because the feeling in the body, it's the same regardless of the actual risk. And so knowing that, I'm like, okay, I know how to handle the fear when I'm about to speak up for myself or stand up for myself. I know how to handle the fear of trying something new or failing miserably. And, you know, from my past experiences, I know for a fact I can handle the fear that happens when I'm in the middle of a panic attack, which if you guys have had a panic attack, you know exactly how terrifying that is. You know, with that realization, I realize that I can handle this fear that I'm experiencing about work and this pandemic. I can handle this fear I have of the virus. And you know, when I look at the Nine of Cups, that person who's sitting there, he seems so self-assured and certain and so confident, like, hell yeah, I can handle that no problem. And so fear is fear. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. It doesn't matter if it's in a pandemic or not. Fear is fear. And I know how to handle fear. And you know how to handle fear. We all know how to handle fear. It might not be the most graceful response at that moment. Might not be the most streamlined response. But we have all dealt with something insanely scary before in our past. And yet, here we still stand. Still standing still breathing. Who cares if you've had to numb out your fear with food or TV? Who cares if you have gone through insane anxiety, panic attacks? The past is the past. You've dealt with the fear in the best way you knew how to at that time. And whatever that method was, it's okay. It's okay. You are always doing the best you can with what you know at that time. Learning how to handle fear in a way that serves you at the highest level, that's a skill. It's a skill we can all learn. And if this is a skill you want to get better at, now is the perfect opportunity to learn. And notice, it's about handling the fear, not pushing against it, not trying to silence it or stop it from happening. Which means if you are feeling fear, nothing has gone wrong. 
The presence of fear doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. And if you want to learn more about this, revisit episode three, The Queen of Cups, where I talk about how to handle negative emotions and learn to see them as friends instead of enemies, because I think that's one of the most important distinctions that I've made in my life that has transformed my relationship with my emotions. And so let's put this in another context, in a context that involves other people. And this is something that I feel like has really helped me. And I know this will help many of you guys who identify yourselves as an empath or someone who absorbs other people's emotions. So there are some days where I'm not really concerned about the pandemic. I'm not watching the news. I'm being deliberate about the things I'm consuming media-wise. And I feel happy right? And then I go and I talk to a friend or I talk to, you know, a family member and they're telling me about some distressing news about COVID and, or I'm at work and people are talking about tragedy and, you know, all these things. And when this happens, it's so easy to get caught up in that and to find yourself in the fear once more. The first helpful thing here is to recognize what's happening that they are experiencing fear. My friend is experiencing fear. My coworker is experiencing fear. And just recognize that first. Because that is an emotion that they are feeling. Forget about the topic or subject of focus. First, get yourself to recognize the feeling state that they are currently in. What this does is it lets you be very aware of what's happening so you can choose how you want to respond to it instead of buying into it and getting sucked into it like it's a tornado. And so if you are in this social situation and they are experiencing the emotion of fear, now you get to decide, how do I want to respond to their fear? And this is where your own work about handling the fear that arises within yourself comes in handy. And again, I highly encourage you to go back to the Queen of Cups episode if you want to strengthen your ability to handle fear in an empowering way. And so with this, I've been practicing a statement that I want to share with you guys in case this is something that resonates with you. I am not afraid of their fear. And to say this makes me feel incredibly strong. But I encourage you to ponder about this. How do I want to respond to the fear that arises in others? For me, when I say I am not afraid of their fear, then I find myself being able to be in the presence of other people who are scared. And I am able to hold space for them and still find my ground, still find my center which I believe can really have a calming effect on other people. When you're not in the reactive mode, you can really use your presence as a way to help others move through their experiences. And this is how we can help others with compassion instead of fear. The Nine of Cups offers us an opportunity to wind ourselves up emotionally and reach a sense of emotional security within ourselves during unstable times. Now more than ever, do we really need to learn how to empower ourselves from within, from the inside out? Because what this pandemic is really showing us is what we can really control. 
One thing that comes to mind is the serenity prayer, which I believe is really helpful in distinguishing where our control lies with everything that's going on. You know, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So what this prayer demonstrates to us is that in our total surrender, rather than finding defeat, we can find our true strength. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Self Love Tarot. And before I do my official sign-off, I just wanted to say thank you to all those who participated in the free coaching sessions that I offered in May. It was so incredible to be able to talk to you guys and get to know you guys on a one-on-one basis. And if you missed out on the free coaching opportunity, just make sure to hit follow on Instagram because if I'm offering anything free, I will blast that stuff on my page and on my stories. So make sure to hit follow to stay up to date with that. And to the patrons on Patreon, in addition to the affirmation video I mentioned at the beginning, this week I'll be releasing a what's on my whiteboard post. So if you guys don't know what that is, I keep this huge whiteboard behind my desk and it's basically a place where I write down random ideas, thoughts, questions that I want to ponder about, and sometimes those things end up inspiring an entire episode. So make sure to check that out once it's uploaded. Um, But otherwise, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Have a great rest of your week and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye!